This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Friday the 18th of March. Seems like almost everyone is employed <laughs> these days, Justin. The Australian Bureau of Statistics has said that unemployment dropped to 4%, which is a 14-year wow. low. Shout out to Geelong in Victoria. It has the lowest unemployment rate in the nation. Brett, crypto kings and queens better watch out because the ATO says it's about to stage a crackdown on crypto holders. And this is to ensure they're accurately reporting the hashtag gains ahead of tax time. We're talking crypto, NFTs, the whole shebang. Three transparent stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Aussie startup Linktree, famous for creating Linkin Bio, has just raised $152 million, making it the latest Aussie unicorn. Another one, Brett. What is the story here? (laughs) So Linktree is an Australian social media reference page. (laughs) What does that even mean? Well, here's some background. Social media sites like Instagram Mm -hmm. and TikTok, they let you have one link in your profile. But Brett, you've got so much more you want to share. Mm. It might be your latest podcast. My latest rap track. Your charity campaign. A link to my favorite article. Nuh-uh. Instagram says, choose one link. So Linktree allows you to create a page where you can consolidate all that info from different online links. Sounds nice. 24 million users worldwide. Nice. And Justin, tons of celebrities use it. We're talking Selena Gomez over here, The Rock over there. (laughs) And now Linktree's just hopped on the magic rainbow to unicorn status. They raised $152 million, valuing the company at a whopping $1.8 billion. And the founders say they're in their hyper growth phase. So what's the key learning here? There are a few business phases involved in a company's growth, particularly for startups. You've got the seed phase, you know, where the prototype of the product is developed and a business is kind of testing whether it works or not. You've also got the early stage, Mm -hmm. which is where the company creates its minimum viable product and launches its test. When the test goes well, you've got the growth phase, where customers come on board and the company starts to make revenue. And you've got the expansion phase, where a company really starts to scale. And within that, you've got the hyper growth phase. In other words, the market recognizes the product is innovative, mm-hmm. it's scalable, and um, it's actually quite useful. <laughs> and Linktree is officially in the hyper house. Good on you, Stuxy. For our second story, the US Federal Reserve has approved its first interest rate hike in more than three years. And this is big because they reckon there's six more on the horizon. Pressure is rising over there on that horizon, Justin. Tell me more. Okay, so we know that inflation has been flying in the US. Prices are rising for cars, for meat, for furniture. In fact, Brett, inflation hit 7.9% for the the last month. That's the highest rate of inflation growth in 40 years. Wow. And what's the reason, Jazzy boy? Well, it can mostly be attributed to all-time low interest rates. And a huge pump of stimulus checks. And a major supply squeeze around the world. You know, too many dollars chasing too few goods. So now, Brett, the US Federal Reserve, which is the equivalent of the RBA in Australia, they've needed to step in. They've bumped up rates to 0.25% and they reckon there are six more rate hikes on the cards. And Brett, an increase in rates is kind of like pouring a freezing cold glass of water on a steaming hot economy. So what is the key learning here? It can often be very difficult for central banks to hike interest rates because often it seems a bit counterintuitive. It does sound a little strange to intentionally slow the economy when it's doing well. (laughs) But Brett, it's actually a tactic that central banks employ to try and keep things steady. There can be too much of a good thing, right? (laughs) Yeah. And that can be the case when an economy is firing ahead. This is because sometimes a firing economy can just get out of hand and it can affect people's day-to-day lives. As we're seeing now, the cost of petrol, 
fuel, groceries, it can all skyrocket. So what you're telling me, Justin, is the Federal Reserve needs to make a decision to hurt the economy in the short term Mm -hmm. so that they can eventually help the economy over the long term. Exactly. For our third and final story, Netflix is going to test out charging customers for password sharing in some countries. And Brett, it ain't so cheap. I want you off my Netflix account, (laughs) Justin. But tell me what's happening here. Okay, so I think we all know Netflix's streaming service, they allow users to set up multiple profiles. One for mum, one for me, and one for you and you and you. (laughs) But really, mum's paying for all of them and we're just there for the ride. And then there are about a thousand other people who can use the login details (laughs) as well. And Brett, Netflix currently allows for account sharing, but now it's got plans to charge customers in Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru for doing it. The unlucky few here, Justin, but it's all part of a test. So tell me how it's going to work. Okay, so subscribers with premium or standard plans will be able to add two additional users to their profile. But there will be a fee, which will vary depending on where you live. And Brett, it looks to me like slowing growth has really gotten to the old flicks. It has. So what's the key learning here? Netflix used to poke fun at password sharing on Twitter, (laughs) but now it's really starting to take a toll on their bottom line. And as growth drops off at Netflix and new signups are declining as well, Netflix needs to find new ways to bump up that revenue. Get this, 31% of all streamers have shared a streaming password with someone that they live with. And that figure doubles for people between 13 and 24. Crunch the numbers for me, number man. (laughs) customers of streaming services that shared their passwords cost the platforms a lot of money. We're talking a whopping 9.1 billion US dollars. That's across Disney, Amazon, Netflix, beyond. And Brett, we know that Netflix has been struggling to add new users over the last couple of quarters. So now, the Flix is trialling a new user model, and if it works in South America, it may be rolled out globally. Justin, a big shout out to Lucy, who said she loves our TikToks. They're just the right size to become a finance person. If you want a shout out on the pod, or you want to check out the snappy TikToks, head over to Flux.Finance on TikTok or Instagram. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on Monday. (sighs) 